0: of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Bantwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available.
1: Let's hang out, let's hang out, and let's talk about the lessons about, let's hang out, and let's listen to two lesbian shout. let's hang out, let's Hey you guys and welcome to Les Hang Out, a podcast where two lesbians enter and two lesbians leave, but first they talk about some gay shit. I'm your host from the West Coast, Lee Holmes Foster.
2: And I'm your host from the East Coast, Ellie Brigida. And today's lesbian Thunderdome is
1: episode 10, Battleship. That's right. We are going to attempt to tackle the controversial topic of shipping actors together. Wish us luck, everybody. <laughs> Oh, (laughs) I know. So so to start out, let's give a little background on shipping, uh, what what shipping is and and shipping actors and everything. So as uh, a quick intro 101 for anyone who is not familiar with shipping, shipping is simply the verb form of the word relationship. Um, And so if you support a relationship, typically between two characters on a show, or uh, in this case, between two people in real life, the way that that is said is you ship those people. So you can have a ship, you can have a relationship that you support, or you can ship them very actively.
2: (laughs) And we know shipping is a very active thing within the queer community. It really is. It really is. I also, as I was investigating how to define shipping, because I know what shipping is, but to explain to the layman what shipping is, right? <laughs> I found another term that I didn't know. And especially as it relates to shipping actors or shipping real people, there is a concept known as being a tin hat that you truly believe the people that you are shipping are hooking up and that the network or their managers are forcing them to keep their relationship a secret. It's Very uh, conspiracy theory. <laughs> I love it.
1: It is. So So I think that's kind of what we're going to be getting into today is the concept of shipping as it applies to people who are real people, so the the actors themselves, as opposed to the characters that they play. I think shipping is a controversial topic in general because people care very much, very, very strong feelings about who do you ship? What is your pairing that you support? Even just within the characters on shows can be kind of contentious. People care a lot about this stuff. And I think some of the stuff that we're going to talk about today is why. Why why does this all matter so much to people? Um, why does it matter, especially in the queer community? It's controversial with characters and it, it gets to a whole new level, I think, as as you're saying, with real people. With real people, yeah, with, with the actors, with people who are not just, you know, on paper um, or on your screen, but but are actual living, breathing other humans. So, so I think what we wanted to do is to start with just uh, a little introduction to some of the real life actor ships that we are familiar with. Um, I am not going to say that this is a comprehensive <laughs> list by any mm-hmm. means. And if you have any other real life ships, please send them our way. Yeah, we'd love to hear more about them, learn more about them. I think the first real life ship that I actually had had kind of come across stuff online was for HL, I think that's how you pronounce that, the, the ship name. So that is um the ship name of choice for people who ship the actresses Leah Michelle and Diana Agron together, inspired by their characters on Glee mostly at the time.
2: Yes, and also their real life.
1: Flirtation, yeah, real life flirtation. Real I mean, life. also just friendship, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> as we've discussed, that's just lesbian foreplay. So exactly. I mean, that's you know whatever you want to call it, but yeah, I think um, there was a lot of that at the time because. A, people felt very, very strongly about the relationship that should have existed between their characters on the show, or that Loki did exist between their characters on the show, <laughs> depending on who you mm-hmm. ask. Not that it's not totally platonic to draw, you know, dirty pictures of the girl you hate on a bathroom stall. I have no feelings about that, but whatever. <laughs> um... <laughs> Well, and also in real life, they live together for a little while. Yes. Which
2: normal best friends live together, but also yeah. lesbians live together. And, you
1: know, <laughs> so who knows? And I think they, they were aware of people who shipped their characters together on the show. And there were, you know, things where they kind of played that up on live tours and things like that. So that was that was what I would say is my first introduction to, to this concept existing to people, you know, deciding that this was a thing and then feeling very strongly that it was a thing. And I think there are also some more recent ones. I think uh, one that we're seeing a lot if you're, you know, into the Winona Earp fandom these days, if you're in the Earpdom, I don't think it's a surprise that there are a lot of Domcat shippers out there. So those are people who ship Dominique Chocolate and Caprell together.
2: Here's the thing, though. I can't ship them together because I'm still holding hope for me and Dominique. So uh,
1: that's that's valid. Yeah, totally valid. Um, <laughs> uh, that's, that's one that I know I've seen. I've also seen, uh, Nego Van Man, which is people who ship Natasha Nego and Elise Bauman together. Mm. I Well, and I think, again, largely based on, A, their characters and the relationship that their characters have in Carmilla, uh, and also based on the fact that they are both queer women in real life. Yes. And yeah. they're just so cute together. And then we... <laughs> <laughs>
2: We clearly see where I stand on these things. And then, of course, we have Masbro, a little bit less known, but Tatiana Muslani and Evelyn Brochu from Orphan Black. Yes. And, like, Cosima and Delphine, which just is the ultimate ship. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Valerie, on our episode with Valerie, that was her number one ship, right?
1: Oh, it might have been. Is that yours? Is that your OTP? It is mine now. Okay. Yeah, I've
2: since really gotten into Orphan Black. <laughs> After we decided we were doing this episode, I went into this YouTube spiral where I just, I was looking up these ships and seeing what was going on. And I found so many videos that I was just like, videos of Tatiana Maslani saying that Evelyn is such a good kisser because obviously... <laughs> <laughs> And then uh, this video of it's just Kat's face whenever Dom's speaking. (laughs) And like, there's
1: just there's some great some great stuff out there. If you just want to go down the lesbian rabbit hole. There's I mean, there's a lot of lesbian rabbit holes out there. And this is for sure one of them. And it is one that we're going to we're going to dive down today. But I think it's also important to mention we we're going to be talking about this primarily as it relates to queer ships and queer fandoms um but it's not that's not the only time that this shows up right there's straight actors who play
2: love interests and people ship them too right so we as queer people because we want to see queer relationships in real life on the big screen we tend to ship women with women but there are plenty of people who ship there are gay male ships and straight ships as well
1: and i think part of the the controversy of this specifically comes from it for some reason it's more controversial when you ship straight actors in queer real life ships that gets a a very different tone i think than when people ship straight actors together which happens all the time yes so i think that's that's an important caveat as we head into this discussion cuz if you haven't if you haven't caught on already we're we're going to do our best to try to present present both sides of this as much unbiased as we can and our best answer to do that is to each try to represent a different camp. So, uh Ellie will be playing the side of the totally ship actors together, ship baby uh, ship. <laughs> <laughs> I will be playing the slightly more uh, you know, no fun adult don't don't do this. Um, <laughs> but but I think our goal is to try to present present both sides yes. and and with the awareness that this is a really controversial thing in the queer community um and in a lot of fandoms and i think more so presented controversially uh here than it is in a lot of a lot of straight spaces so just keep that in mind and our first dive into this uh, i think you i mean you have to start here is why does this happen why do we ship actors together why does anyone ship real people in real life together uh and there's a lot of different reasons i think I think a huge one, especially for queer fandoms, is that there's just less representation out there. There's fewer things to latch onto. There are fewer ships for us, right? hmm So I think um, when you get into that lack of representation, it's a natural thing, I think, to search for more. And sometimes that means you search for more with uh, non-canonical ships, so people shipping couples on shows who aren't actually together in the show. But I think that it, another place where that ends up is people shipping, shipping actors together when they have a lot of chemistry or interact outside of the show in ways that that people are feel loving, are loving, or yeah, or might or might be you know an indication of something else. It sounds simple, but I think it's actually uh, something that really gets downplayed by. Not to come down harsh on straight people again, but straight people. (laughs) Straight people. Come on. (laughs) What's wrong with you? Now, I think it's something that when you get into why fandoms are are so important, why relationships, queer relationships, uh, why representation is so important, which I think, you know, Ellie and I both will go on and on and on all day about. Just nailing it. All day. It matters so much. It does. Something that I've started wondering uh, that I I haven't actually done this yet, but I'd kind of really love to do this to the next wayward straight person who, you know, makes the mistake of asking me why queer people care so much about having queer relationships on shows is, you know, Autostraddle just came out with their kind of end of the year article where they do a roundup of, you know, representation in 2017. And something that I loved about that article is it includes the number of characters. So there in two two thousand and seventeen, there were two hundred and four lesbian bi or queer female characters in all English language programming. So that means you know u s TV streaming, cable, England, Australia. so all English language shows, two hundred and four.
2: Wait, how many total characters are on these shows? Because to me, that seems like relatively high number.
1: I yeah. mean, obviously, I would like to see more. But that's more than I would expect. And it's higher than it was in 2016, which is excellent. But my here's my my thing that I would love to do to a poor straight person. I'm so sorry, next straight person who asks me this. (laughs) No
2: straight people talk to Lee.
1: Is to say there were 204 lesbian, queer, bi female characters uh, on TV in 2017. Do you think you could give me an estimate of how many straight characters there were? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Total. Unreal in all of english language programming in every show that is on, on tv this or streaming in any english speaking country do you think you could estimate it and my guess is they would stop and stare at me blankly <laughs> yeah and go how on earth could you possibly estimate that the answer is all of them yeah <laughs> except for those 204 i mean it must just be an absurd number i don't even know how you could count it how could you possibly count it right i don't think it's possible to count so That's what I would love for straight people to start thinking about is, you know, we can count them. Yes. (laughs) We can count how many times we get to see ourselves represented on screen. And that, I mean, I'm not even going to get into the breakdown of, you know, how few of those were female characters of color, how few of those were female characters who, you know, have any sort of disability or, you know, just any, any sort of, as soon as you break that down, it just gets ridiculous. I mean, we, we don't get to see ourselves a lot. So I think that's a a huge reason that this becomes such such an important thing to us, because there's just not a lot. There's not a lot there. And that number gets even smaller when you try to think of how many of those of those characters are played by actually queer actors. Um, So how many times are you seeing yourself represented not just in the character, but also, you know, in in the person playing them? Um, or just queer actors playing even straight people on on screen. I mean, it's just
2: yes, which is why we put queerness on all of these actors. Yes. So please, 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 give us some give us some queer actors. <laughs> come on. And I mean,
1: we can't ignore
2: the queer actors that we know and love right. of course,
1: they they do exist. They are out there, and we love them. We love you guys. but, there's a natural thing that people would want to see more and, want mm-hmm. and you know, hope for more, I guess.
2: Well, and I think also with the lack of queer actors, it's like, okay, so, for example, I know a lot of people are shipping Karen and Gwen from Barbell, of course. Who
1: we spoke to last time. we spoke to before. If you haven't checked it out yet.
2: Um, <laughs> shameless plug.
1: <laughs> in that, it's like, well, we
2: have two queer actors and they're acting together and they're in love. And it's like, you get so excited about it because you're like, wait, right. it's actually possible. Like, yeah. And the amount of... Those that you have, you can count... I can count on one hand.
1: Right. As an aside that we have to mention, because I think having Karen and Gwen um, from Barbell both be queer women in real life, I think having uh, Natasha and Elise be queer women in real life. So huge shout out to Kana TV on YouTube for all the queer characters played by all the queer actors. We love it. It's um, amazing. But I think what we can do is... Transition to our next reason for why this happens so much, and which I think is probably one of the biggest ones, too. Chemistry. It's also the one that appeals most to me and my (coughs) studies in life. Um, Different kind of chemistry, but, you know. Different kind. Different kind, but still, you know, related in some Mm -hmm. ways. Um, Attraction, it's all in there. So I think when actors have chemistry... With each other. It's kind of hard for people not to extrapolate from there. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
2: Well, (laughs) I feel like it's impossible for you to have chemistry on screen and have it not off screen. And granted, that doesn't necessarily mean that you have sexual chemistry. Right. But when you see that, like, there has to be something in you that's attracted to that other person in some way.
1: Yes. And I think we've all seen the difference between on-screen pairings where people had chemistry and people didn't. So I think this is the difference between, you know, your Gene and Sydney on Gypsy or your way hot, Ugh, way hot pairings.
2: I'm just going to say this one time, but their chemistry off-screen is really a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I do think it is a very friendly chemistry, but they have their relationship is beautiful on and off screen.
1: No, it, it is. It absolutely is. I mean, I think they have most of the people on Winona Earp, I think, have just really, really beautiful relationships with each other just across the board. The the chemistry on screen between Nicole and Waverly is also, you know, in sharp contrast to things like. We all lived through Jenny's wedding, you guys. Did we though? You know? I don't think
2: I made it through to the end. <laughs> you, do-
1: <laughs> you didn't survive it. I did. I mean, not. that's fair. It was just a dud. There was no chemistry at all. It was I mean, rough. it's. Even when we watched it and we were kind of saying, like, you know, did they meet that morning and then film this entire movie in a day? Like, there's just. They l- they're supposed to be in love, and they seem like they've just never, like, they're not even, like, good roommates, you know? Yeah, like, they don't even seem like they're friends. Like, they literally yeah. don't even
2: know each other at all. Like, come on, people.
1: It was just kind of painful to sit through I don't want to harsh on actresses either, uh, and I, I don't necessarily know that it's a question of Alexis Splittell or Katherine Heigl can't play gay. I mean, they couldn't play gay in Jenny's wedding, for sure. For but, sure. But, I, uh, you know, I'd like to leave open the possibility that they could in other things if they tried again, maybe with different people. Well, Alexis Padilha did play
2: gay in in something else.
1: Uh, in yeah, in Handmaid's. Yeah, Tale, but I haven't seen it yet. She was
2: pretty good in that.
1: I will give was her that. Was she okay? Yeah. Good, good for her. You can have that click with one person and and not with another, and and not even because you don't don't get along or don't like each other or anything. I think to me this was a huge, probably a huge reason why I'm so much more team Paley than team Emerson. Um, I'm Pretty Little Liars is, I never believed the chemistry between Emily and Allison. And to me, that actually always seemed more like they're just too good of friends in real life. <laughs> I think mm. I think the actresses are very close and very good friends in real life, and it just never really convinced me that they were into each other in that way, you know? Because I think they're not.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> they're not in real life. Whereas, you know, Paley, I, I thought had a lot a lot more chemistry.
2: I mean, you also just love Paley, so, you know. Shh. It-
1: It happens. It's nothing.
2: Well, speaking of pairings that I love and chemistry off the freaking charts. (laughs) (gasps) I can't even breathe thinking about it. But Orphan Black, I already talked about it, but Cosima and Delphine, just looking at a picture of them kissing, my whole body freaks out. Like they...
1: Don't worry, listeners. I'm going to get Ellie a paper bag to breathe into before the end of the episode. <laughs> I think I don't... I'm like, am I okay? <laughs> I'm going to ship it to Boston in the next hour. It'll Thank be great. Thank
2: you. Before I die. It's true. You see that chemistry on screen and it's hard to take it and separate it from the actors. It really is when you see it so intense on screen.
1: And I think it's something that is is hard because realistically, I think straight people don't have to as much. You know, I think when we when we said that in the intro to this episode... I think there is something that gets a little romanticized about this tendency in straight situations. Uh, When you have hetero couplings, you know, no one really thinks it's weird. It's almost like a rom-com story that's been like highly played up because it, it does happen. Oh yeah,
2: it happens all of the time. If you think about all of these heterosexual pairings, Channing Tatum and Jenna Dewan Tatum in Step Up. And everyone's like, oh, it's so romantic. Rachel McAdams and Ryan Gosling, they had this huge kiss on stage at um, that awards show or whatever. I don't know. And I also (laughs) personally, when they broke up, I was really upset because I was like, but they were supposed to be together forever because they were the two people in the notebook. And, you know, it's a
1: thing. They're supposed to die at the same time.
2: And talk about. That rom-com
1: fairy tale. Did you ever watch Once Upon a Time? I have not really watched the show. I've seen a lot of clips for no particular reason. Why would anyone have seen specific clips of Once Upon a Time?
2: Yeah. <laughs> Is there a particular lesbian ship in Once Upon I, a Time?
1: Who, who's to say? I mean, not in the show for sure. Um, But yes. But yes, I have.
2: <laughs> but the two basic, like literally fairy tale... Snow White and Prince Charming on the show they are together in real life and it is true yeah. like the the media romanticizes that yeah you know oh like the the real life fairy tale actors who played love interests on screen fall in love off screen and I think as queer
1: people we want to see that for ourselves as well yeah well, and I think not even romanticize it romanticizes it, but almost plays up the inevitability of it sometimes you know, where you get not just the the fairy tale romance you know whirlwind of it, but also the situations where you have like, oh, this couple broken up because so and so fell for their co star mm-hmm. in this movie, you know, so I think Brad and it, Angelina. They, yeah, we're kind of fed this idea of like, can you really?" play these feelings without developing these feelings for your attractive leading co-star. I mean, I think it's something that that is kind of put out there a lot. It's, it's just sort of dished out when it's straight people, you know? Mm-hmm. But then, yes, when, when people
2: do it in the queer fandom, it's like, oh, how dare you put that on other people?
1: Right. You and know? we so rarely get the actual real story, the actual real romance, you know, the real fairy tale story to latch onto. It's not very common for us to have that.
2: When I was thinking about this episode, I also researched this as well because I could not think of any off the top of my head. The only one that I could think of was Samira Wiley and Lauren Morelli from Orange is the New Black, but they're they're not both actors. Like, they met on set, but they didn't have any on-screen time together, right? And when I looked it up, I feel like I need to watch this now. But apparently Tig Notaro and Stephanie Allen, I think is how you say your last name. They met on set on the set of In a World. Stephanie was straight. And now she's engaged to Tig Notaro, And I'm like, that's the lesbian love story. We're all looking forward <laughs> to be real. That's
1: the dream. Live in the dream.
2: But I could only find two. That was it. If anyone has other ones, please send them my way because I want to love them.
1: We'd love to hear about them. I mean, it it's just, it isn't something that we get, we get a lot. So, so there you go. So, and I think that that's kind of a, you know, that idea of the inevitability of it and combined with when you do have pairings that have a lot of chemistry, I think also throws back to, uh, you know, something that we talked about in our our very first episode, you guys, all the way back oh, at the beginning of this back podcast. back in the good old days. Yeah, back, <laughs> back in our baby podcasting days. Episode one coming out where we talked about, you know, wanting to see, see your story again and other people, you know, and there is something that kind of tugs at you. About that, wanting to see that, wanting to see people all of a sudden realize like, oh, hey, you know, that same moment of I can kiss girls. <laughs> Wait a second. <laughs> this changes everything. <laughs> oh, yeah. Part of you wants to see actors have that moment as well. I think it, it feels sort of shallow, but it's hard to avoid, I think.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, especially when you see them having chemistry on screen. You're like, if you can have chemistry with this person on screen and you and en- I know you enjoyed that make out.
1: Are you sure you're straight? <laughs> uh, yeah.
2: Maybe that's problematic. Sorry.
1: <laughs> um, but I think the other thing to to keep in mind, another reason that I think this happens is that sometimes, man, actors just just ping our gaydar a little bit.
2: Oh my god! Bing, 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 bing,
1: bing, bing, bing. So much. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's just. I think that's a real thing, you know. So, so I guess the question I have is. What is it specifically? Like, why do some people ping our Gator more than others? You know, sometimes it's characters and that kind of transfers over to the actors in some way. Here's
2: the thing. I actually, I've been thinking about this. So in particular with two actresses who are now out because Kristen Stewart and Ellen Page, before they came out, did they ever play lesbian characters?
1: Uh, oh, that's a good question.
2: I really don't think they did. If they did, please send me those clips. I really don't think they did. <laughs> However, everyone in the lesbian community knew they were gay. Like, they, like people had posters of K-2 on their wall and were like, one day, a yeah. bunch of my friends <laughs> are so upset that Ellen Page is getting married now. Or is married. Crazy. Yeah,
1: is, is married.
2: Um, Because they, were, they wanted to be with her since Juno, you know?
1: Right, and so what is it about them that was so overwhelmingly gay to gay uh to gay communities
2: I mean I don't know if you can really pinpoint it you just know you see you look at someone and you just see in them yourself for me I yeah. feel like I see parts of myself and those people or patterns that I feel like I went through before coming out. I don't know. I don't yeah. even know how to describe it.
1: Right, exactly. It's a it's sorta of, sometimes it's it's an ephemeral quality, right? Exactly. I mean it's just hard hard to capture. And so when you have actors who play gay really convincingly, it also starts to to bleed into some of the the personality traits. A because sometimes, you know, people just don't really play gay convincingly as characters. Like straight actors aren't always convincing. I I mean to me at least, I'm assuming to other people as well. Uh playing gay characters like some people sell it and some people don't you know and so when you have people like uh, Alex Voss on Orange is the New Black you know I mean there's something about Laura Prepon in that role that just is so convincingly gay I don't (laughs) know what it is she was not convincingly straight
2: ever like (laughs) in that 70s show I was just like hmm there's something there's something about her
1: right you know but that also the the actress as far as we or anyone knows is is completely straight you know i mean as far as we or anyone knows <laughs> you guys don't get the joy of seeing ellie's face as i said that but but it but it is right there's something about that uh it bleeds over you know oh, the fact yeah. that she plays gay so well on screen to me it like starts to affect how i see her as a person You know, and when she does interviews or when she's on a red carpet or when she's doing whatever, it's just something about the way she holds herself now, to me, reads very gay, whether or not she is just, it almost has less to do with it than just the, you know, something about the, how that comes across. Method acting.
0: Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. Get 15% back at hundreds of stores. And it's all happening this week, May 6th to May 13th. It's the perfect time to shop for everything on your list for spring and summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. I know I'm using this week to stock up on some warmer weather essentials at Ray-Ban and Ulta, and I love that Rakuten even helps me save on travel at sites like hotels.com. Rakuten really is the best way to shop, and you can save even more by stacking cash back on top of deals. Plus, during Big Give Week, that cash back is bigger than ever. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> I mean, and then you have also Katie McGrath, who, even when she's straight, is just like oozing sexual tension with any woman that walks in the door. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Which, and and to be fair, I mean, Katie McGrath has sexual tension with many of her male co-workers as well, co-stars as well. But I think you could have her act in a scene across from, like, uh, a coat rack and she'd have chemistry with it.
2: (laughs) (laughs) That is one lucky coat rack, that's all I'm going
1: (laughs) to say. And many a lesbian would agree with you, I think, Ellie.
2: I just want to take one minute to make a public prediction. You heard it here first. I just have this feeling, I've had it, from the second that I saw her in the Hunger Games. (laughs) Jennifer Lawrence. It's coming. It's coming.
1: Okay. And I will take a second to give us a quick disclaimer, which is we are uh, making no claims or implications about any actors or actresses' sexualities. Um, Just a hunch.
2: (laughs) Please don't sue us, Jennifer.
1: (laughs) Just our feelings. (laughs) Please don't sue us, but also if you listen to the podcast, hey, (laughs) yeah, if you listen to this podcast, we gotcha. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, There you go. But that's I'm I'm playing our uh, legal disclaimer voice of reason. Um, There you go. (laughs) It's probably for the best. Make of that what you will, listeners. Nothing to see here. But I do, I have one last quick thing that I also want to talk about, because, um let's be fair, we're both lesbians here, uh at least the two of us that you're listening to, um, <laughs> and there's something else that is a little bit unavoidable. You have to mention it. Why do we sometimes ship actors together uh, as couples? And I'm just going to call this one aesthetics, which is sometimes when you have two... Good-looking ladies—they look good together, <laughs> <True>. <laughs> and you kind of just wish you could see more of them together. That's all. It is true, and it they're just true. like so cute together, and you just are like please be together and be in love and we'll be happy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's—it's it's not. I'm not gonna say it's the biggest reason, but you know, it is one to put out there. I think is um, we don't all like women. Because we don't like seeing women together, you know, <laughs> because we do. Valid. That was a very confusing sentence. I'm so sorry. <laughs> we love seeing beautiful women together. That's the point. Fact. Factual statement. Yes. True story. Yes. Agreed. I think that's, is that our list? I, I think that's most of our. Yeah, I think we've hit them all. Most of our reasons. If, if you have others or if we've missed anything, please, you know, hit us up. Let us know. We'd love to hear. But that's what we came up with for why we think this happens. Uh why this phenomenon takes place of people shipping actors. Um and I think the next the next sort of topic to get into is is there something inherently problematic with this? Um and this is where I think we're going to see uh start to see, you know, us both playing devil's advocate for different sides of this. So is it inherently wrong? Um, to ship actors together—is it—is it problematic just it, in and of itself? Is there are there not problematic ways to do that? Um, and I think my first question, when you start to ask, you know, if if there's something sort of inherently uh, inherently wrong with doing this, um, is I think it gets at this question of does having a public persona, does being someone who's a public figure who's in the public eye, um, immediately make someone a public object like a public commodity that we get to do with as we please yes (laughs) (laughs) if you want me to play devil's advocate but also i think i really
2: do believe that and maybe that's horrible but i think there's a price to fame and unfortunately if you choose to be an actor or anyone who's in a public position you open yourself up to that scrutiny sure maybe it's not fair
1: yeah there there it's sort of a there's like different levels of that question right is it going to happen should it happen is it fair that it happens yeah
2: i do think there is a part of you that knows what you're signing up for yeah
1: and i think there's also a question of the persona that you have the public persona um, how close is that to who you actually are? You know, when people do this, how much of it kind of really hits you as a person, like who you actually are in private? I think that's, that's certainly a question. I think something else, the reason that, that, you know, to be honest, I do actually kind of come down on the, um, I think there are things that are problematic about, about it, even in innocuous ways. Uh, the, the part of this that I've always had a really hard time with when I come across people doing this online or or wherever is as queer people and, and I'm saying this specifically for queer fandoms queer communities. I think as queer people, something that ha- that always bothers me about this is that regardless of what your you know personal experience has been or whatever your journey has been with your sexuality and coming out and um, how people around you have re- responded to that, I think all of us, at one point or another, have experienced other people wanting to tell us what our sexuality should be, whether that's you know friends or family or strangers or society. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think every queer person, in one way or another, knows what it feels like to be told that your sexuality is not what it should be, and so I think, especially when we do this to straight actors, it just it bums me out.
2: <laughs> I understand that completely. I think that's very valid because yes. When someone assigns you a sexuality that is not your own, it's very frustrating. And
1: that's that's the part of it that I, I don't think I can ever really get past is... I can't really get behind the idea of making pe peop- other people feel like that. Like we all know how much that sucks. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's not it's not a good feeling, you know. And so I think that um that's the part of it to, that I have a hard time with. Um, and it's it is the only part of it that I would say is sort of inherently difficult. And I get that that becomes less of a question if you if you are talking about um you know people who are queer in real life. Uh, I think that's going to get into more of just a, a public private debate. You know, like what what is out there for for consumption and for scrutiny and things like that but um but i think especially when we when you get into deciding that straight actors should should actually be gay um and together in real life that that it just always kind of leaves me with with like a weird a weird taste in my mouth because i can't get past that
2: yes that is valid that could play out not only in queer ships then because i think there also are gay actors who have been assigned ships with in a heterosexual way
1: yeah oh
2: yeah so i i agree that it's problematic but like i think it also is problematic across the board because sexuality is a spectrum people
1: (laughs) and it's you know no i get it i get what you're saying and i think that's i that's absolutely true as well um it the main takeaway here is please don't decide for other people what their sexuality is it bums us out, you guys. <laughs> yes.
2: And I do think with these fanships, I think there's a point you can take it to that is still fun. You're indulging in the fantasy of it all. Yeah. You know, you're not, at least from my perspective, and I think a lot of people who indulge in these ships in a more surface level, fun way, you're enjoying it on a fantasy level and You know, on a realistic level, these people are not the people that they play on TV, and they, if they're not together, like that's all that's okay. Yeah, you know,
1: they they have real lives. They have, but it's
2: fun to fantasize.
1: That's the other thing to keep in mind is you know when does this kind of cross the line? You know, Uh, and I think there's a lot of ways that that can happen, and and I mean, sadly, does happen. You know, I think we've all seen. Um, seen this get to a point where you kind of just want to say, hey, whoa, you know, dial it back a bit, guys. Um, And I think that gets into questions of, you know, when people do this uh, in really aggressive ways. So doing this where you're, you know, tagging these people on social media in in super kind of aggressive posts, Um, doing this where, you know, you're Kind of crossing boundaries into what well, are their personal lives? You know, I think that a good recent example of this uh, we saw in in the Winona Earp fandom. Oh yeah,
2: well because Kat Burrell's wedding, and i I don't think that anyone actually did do this because i I googled it to see if people did, but I was seeing people on Twitter being like, you know, Kat sharing pictures from her wedding. And she is getting married to a man who she's been with for a long time. They're very happy. And please be respectful and don't Photoshop pictures of Dom's face on his face. <laughs> Which, right.
1: Yeah. Cause, cause like that's just yeah, weird. Yeah. That's don't, very weird. Don't do that. Um, although just to be, to be clear, the end result of that was that she actually had not shared the pictures herself either. Uh, people actually went and looked up posted online photos of her wedding that she didn't want out there. So, Um, So, I think, you know, that whole everything about that situation, I think, was just sort of kind of crossing the boundaries of respect these people, respect their lives. Uh, There's lots of ways where this can sort of stay harmless fun that people just do because, you know, of any of the reasons that we (laughs) mentioned earlier. Yeah, there's certainly times where you just sort of say, you know, oh, this maybe went a little far. (laughs) (laughs) Let's not go that far. It's like fanfic, you know, it's like. It's right, fantasy. It's fun to think about. No one, no one doesn't love yeah. a good fan fiction. That's true. So maybe a good, a good way to wrap up this episode uh, is with what I, what I'm going to call our infomercial. There's got to be a better way. <laughs> <laughs> so how do we do this and in a fun way? If you're like Ellie and you want to ship some, ship some actors together, you know, what are, what are ways that we can still kind of stay healthy and not and not creepers about this. <laughs> it's a creeper. No. <laughs> no. Um but I think one thing in the easy way is just, you know, support the actors. I mean, I think whether they're gay, whether they're straight, if you have straight actors who are, you know, playing gay for pay, I, that's good. We need that. I mean, as much as, you know, uh I we would love to have more queer actors and and everything out there. I think still supporting people, even if they're not gay themselves in real life. They don't have mm-hmm. to be gay.
2: And especially those who are really active in their support of the queer community, especially like Tatiana Maslany has been really great yep. in supporting the LGBTQ community. Dom and Kat have been really fantastic yeah. at going to all of these conventions, being really active with fans and really valuing the queer representation that they're putting on screen. Yeah even if they themselves aren't don't identify as queer.
1: Yeah, and that's really important. I mean, I think they both have been so vocal and so outspoken about realizing how important this is, how important that representation is and how how hard it is to find, you know, how little of it there is out there. And so I think something to keep in mind is when we get, hashtag blessed by people like that, (laughs) uh, in these roles, you know, like we don't, you don't want to scare them away from, from our community. That shouldn't be, you know, what this is about. I think being supportive, uh, and, and being appreciative of, of actors who really help shine a light on, you know, the representation, uh, that isn't, isn't out there yet and, and what we can do to help get it out there. So yeah, absolutely. I think that's, that's a huge one. Um, and then at the same time, you know, supporting queer content being made by queer people. Yes, Canada. Because that's the dream, you guys. (laughs) Yeah. Supporting Canada, basically, is what we're saying, because that's where that's all coming from, I think. Yeah. No, absolutely. I mean, I think that's, that's a big one, um, that, that we would certainly say is, is important because you know us, we just want more, more lesbians, more queer content. More more gays, please. Gay all day. <laughs> I'll be gay for pay. <laughs> yep. And while we're while we're on the topic of gay all day, uh, guess what? It's time <gasps> Q for Q and Gay. Ellie. Oh my god! It's time for yes. our Q and Gay. Q, Q. Q. and, 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 and gay. gay. So I'm gonna ask you some questions. Uh, Great. This week, as a reminder, these are just fun questions. I'm gonna ask Ellie, and then we want you guys to answer them as well. Um, starting with. Question one, who is your favorite on screen turned real life couple out of the following four choices? Uh, Freddie Prince Jr., Sarah Michelle Gellar, Ryan Reynolds and Blake Lively, Dax Shepard and Kristen Bell or Channing Tatum and Jenna Dawn Tatum? Damn.
2: Okay. Channing and Jenna are so hot. However, (laughs) they really are. Dax and Kristen all day. I love they're so funny. I just love their relationship
1: okay sold question two do you have an actor pairing that you wish would transition to an in real life oh good lord you know and you can say just yes or no let's just say let's say yes i can't decide but yes (laughs) if you don't want to name names we don't have to question three what most sets off your gaydar clothes hair Body language or the force, which I'm using as a catch-all for some indescribable feeling of just knowledge of interconnectedness that you can just I feel
2: like you knew that I was going to say some of these things on the episode because it's obviously the force. (laughs) It's the
1: force. The force is strong with you. It really is. Number four, what on-screen couple do you think has the best chemistry? Out of, ready? I know this is, this one is, this one's tough. Oh, Prepare God. yourself. <clears throat> Way hot, coffeine, Holstein, or calzona?
2: <laughs> it's like, who's calzona? I know calzona.
1: Okay. Who's calzona? I I'm kicking calzona. You off this podcast, Sorry,
2: was com- <laughs> like, the fact that it has the word calzone in it. Um, I'm a little hungry, <laughs> but it's, it's obvious.
1: Coffeine. I'll give you that one. I'll give you that. That's valid. Okay, number five, last question. Uh, have you ever started developing feelings for someone you were acting opposite?
2: Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. Is there a I story, can tell there? The story I like. I like that face. Okay, so. Okay. I'm ready. And it was not a huge <laughs> thing, but because I'm gay. But I was in high school. <laughs> I was acting in a musical, alongside a pretty attractive male lead. And we had to make out, like, on stage, and we hung out a lot, and therefore, I started developing a teensy crush on him. It wasn't a huge thing, but definitely, when we kissed, there was something there. Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) There you have it, guys. Straight Ellie. Our... (laughs) Our Are few and far between straight Ellie moments on this podcast. I know podcast. I can't believe I talked about a There's... man on
2: this podcast. It makes me feel weird.
1: I know. It's fine. Do you need to say Coffeine again to make you feel better? Coffeine. Okay. There you go.
2: <laughs> oh. And remember that you at home can
1: give us your own answers to this episode's Q and Gay questions on our Twitter at Les Hangout Pod. And you can also find us on Instagram and on Facebook at Les Hangout Pod.
2: Or email us at leshangoutpod at gmail.com.
1: And you can check out our website and you can stream episodes at our website at leshangoutpod.com. And if you like what you hear and you want to hear more of us, please, please, please
2: rate us and review us on iTunes. It helps other people find the podcast. And we have another exciting so new exciting. venture. Yeah, uh, We have just started our Patreon, so we would love it if you could log on to the Patreon, help support us, and you'll also get access to some pretty cool perks.
1: And we are super excited about that because it's just going to help us keep making more more of this podcast. Uh, we're so thrilled that people are listening and enjoying it, um, and we want to bring you guys more, so this is going to help us do that. We're super psyched to to get that out there. Um and also if you want to just follow uh us individually um the best place that you can find me Lee Holmes Foster is on Twitter at lsh foster and you can find me
2: at leb2792 on Instagram and Twitter.
1: And with that I'm Lee and I'm Ellie and, and let's hang out again soon. Again soon. Let's hang out. Ow, ow, ow.